0: You're listening to the Sports on Tap Podcast Network. Cheers to sports. This is Pod That, Two Brothers Talking Sports. A Wednesday afternoon where George and I are here for an NFL podcast, but... George, we're both rocking uh, some white and green. And if you're watching this on YouTube or you're watching some of our clips or something, you'll notice we're both wearing uh, these white and green sh- stripes. And we're going to a Colombian soccer game today that I don't even remember the name, but George probably does.
1: Uh, the Atletico Nacional versus Santa Fe. Uh, it's actually the Copa Colombia quarterfinals in uh a- you know, not to bore you guys too much, but Atlético Nacional is a huge favorite, but they're down two-one on aggregate goals, so they got to win two nothing today
0: to move on. So it's gonna be pretty exciting. That'd be pretty exciting. I don't really care about it personally, but it was more about the funny fact that we're two dudes talking football from America wearing Colombian soccer uh, jerseys and shirts. But we gotta we gotta blend in, right? So you gotta wear the goods. It'll be fun but if you Google it. Google <laughs> totally. Atlético Nacional, and you'll see that. Uh, it looks like a hell of a time there, and hopefully it's like that today. Who knows? Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: But you know what is a well, hell of a time, Sammy? What is National Football fucking King League. That's what I'm going to call it from now on, the King League, because it's the greatest sport in the whole entire world. It's a damn – like. Sunday afternoon when the games are over and then you go into Sunday night football, you're excited for Sunday night football. You kind of get sad that Sunday's over and then you get Monday night. And then when Monday night's over, you're like, ah, this sucks. I can't wait till next week.
0: Yeah. uh, I don't know if I feel that way because there's Thursday night football. I mean, you only get two days in between football and then you just have two days again from Thursday to Sunday, and there's college football. So, I mean, I love Sundays, but I don't necessarily feel like, oh, I wish – like, why is this over? I'll feel like that when the season's over, but definitely not just during the week. I can't yeah, do, I do what I do every Sunday seven days a week. That'd be pretty dangerous oh, lifestyle. To... No, absolutely, but I just wish Sundays never ended.
1: Like, my thing with Thursday night, Monday night, I love them, right? Uh, I was actually kind of disappointed this year we didn't have two Monday night football games, which is the first time in a long time we didn't have, I feel like two monday night football games on opening weekend but like i just love how many like thursday night i'm excited to watch a game monday night i'm excited to watch a game but sunday the total the totality all day long on the couch being a lazy piece of shit i love it
0: yeah it's pretty cool let's talk some football the three stooges oh this is what we're starting with every single week well actually now we're doing it a little differently we're gonna do the three Stooges and the three kings. We don't know. We don't know if we're sticking with the three kings of quarterbacks, but it does start off with the three Stooges, like we did last week. So, George, we get to pick our three worst quarterbacks in the NFL. Now, we got to be a little honest about this. It, it's not a typical quarterback list, right? right. So, saying like this is based on week one this week. What has happened? Who's the worst three quarterbacks? So it it really, you know, it's a little different than a typical quarterback list or power rankings where if the team had a bad week, you're still going to be high up there because we know it's just one bad week. Right,
1: right. Like for me, like if you want a typical quarterback ranking, I'm going to plug my own podcast here. Just Talk Pod. I put out my power rankings which this is different like m- m- the guy who is going to be in our three stooges is definitely not in the one of the worst three quarterbacks in my power rankings so you'll you'll probably know who it is as soon as we say the name
0: no volume oh my bad I was I was muting myself because there was some Spanish music going around in the background. I don't know if you guys could hear that, but yeah, I could. Uh, it it sounds pretty pretty uh interesting. So yeah. I, I was saying that it's a podcast. We don't have to hide it. It's Aaron Rodgers. We're about to talk about it. So it's not yeah. like a surprise. The dude was the worst quarterback of week one, um, with the exception of maybe like Ryan Fitzpatrick who got hurt and some other guys that we might throw in on this list, but Aaron Rodgers Obviously, he would still be in my top 10 power rankings, which I think he is in your top 10 power rankings, right? Yeah. In he's, in my, rankings. he's in my top five. <laughs> so yeah, he's still a top but five quarterback the in the way NFL. This, the way this list works is last week, we only have one week of numbers and statistics and and what we saw, right? Based on week one, Aaron Rodgers is one of the three Stooges. He is, was the worst quarterback or one of the three worst quarterbacks in the entire NFL.
1: That's okay, pretty crazy I,
0: I, to say. it is, but I need some clarification here, okay? Because
1: I, 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 is this, are we doing this like every week we have the three worst quarterback performances, or let's say, is it just a totality
0: at by the end of the year? So let's just say, totality, uh, totality. okay? Talk, so this is, yeah, we talked about this. So, like, if Aaron Rodgers has a good week next week, he's out like this, like, it's not like, okay, uh, like, uh, it's not just based on like, but if, like if Pat is a Okay, yeah, so was gonna say. I was getting there. We okay. talked about this yesterday, but if Patrick Mahomes has a bad week, that doesn't not gonna put him in the bottom three because he had a great week one. This is like okay. an aggregate. It's an aggregate okay. score. Okay, it's an, an aggregate. aggregate
1: score. Okay, fair there
0: enough. Aaron Rodgers so far is was in the bottom three.
1: Shocking. Yeah, yeah, totally. Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there was a crazy stat, right? That the uh the quarterback who's the most moody human being on earth, if he spiked the ball every single time he would have had a higher passer rating than he did, which I think if there was ever a quarterback who would actually spike the ball at every single thing just to piss off his coaches and teammates, it would be Aaron Rodgers. Not that he would do it, but if there was one, he'd be the top candidate.
0: Yeah, it's probably. That would never happen, but he would probably be that guy, correct? It's, uh, it's pretty insane how bad the guy played, right? And it, it was the classic... You feel like he gave up on a team multiple times. Uh, look, just looks like he quit. And that's what puts him in the three stooges. We're going to get into him a little bit more actually later in this podcast. So we'll, we'll move off of that first one, but we just have to, like, cause I know I saying he's one of the three stooges could have, you know, can cause a stir if we don't explain the aggregate score. <laughs> so it, he is one of the three stooges. Who do you have next, George? Uh, I got Daniel Jones, man, like, okay. And it, and we're in agreement on that. So I'm just going to add that in because we both pick three and we try to come up with our own list. If you listened last week, and I, I agree with you on these first two. So Daniel Jones yeah. also
1: go ahead. Yeah. Daniel Jones, um, just was bad, man. And like, I don't know if he's that bad or is his team this bad? Like it's a little bit of both, right? He has the worst offensive line, maybe in football. So you kind of feel bad for Daniel Jones, but he also Daniel Jones seems like he can't really throw an accurate football. Um, so at the same time, he does have weapons, right? I know he has a bad offensive line, but he has a Saquon Barkley, who unfortunately I paid a lot of money for in the auction draft which doesn't seem like he's going to be a good pick with his uh, offensive line. And he has a day. He has He has some weapons and he couldn't do anything. And he's also non-athletic. So, I mean, sorry, Daniel Jones. You're one of the three Stooges.
0: Yeah, and he replaces the guy he played in Teddy Bridgewater, which we were very wrong about putting him in the bottom three. Um, Teddy Bridgewater was nowhere near a bottom three quarterback. Uh, no, this no. Week. And there was a couple of guys we were extremely wrong on. Like, like Teddy Bridgewater, um, like you you wanted to have Jalen Hurts in the bottom three as well, and a couple other guys. So we, we were a little off on some of these dudes. That's why this is interesting to see how it changes week to week. But Daniel Jones, man, he it, he just looks like he's bad.
1: Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Uh, he fumbles the ball a lot, nothing special. Um man like the i have one memory of daniel jones in this entire career so far and it's him and i know what that is out, breaking out and tripping on his own feet when he could have had a touchdown that's the only thing i remember about daniel jones yeah that that that's his whole entire career in a nutshell yeah and i think the last one we agree on too i think this is the first week we have no differences and uh i'm just going to throw it out there is it andy dalton for you as well
1: yeah so okay mine mine is between two people actually it's andy dalton okay. And I just want to get your thoughts on this because mine is Andy Dalton, I mean, pr- most likely. But how about Ryan Tannehill's performance? Yeah, it actually, it was bad. I mean, so, so Andy Dalton Andy Dalton had a QBR of 34 and Ryan Tannehill, Tannehill had a QBR of
0: 17. Yeah. Andy Dalton is actually 23rd in QBR, so he actually wasn't even... Close to the lowest. Um, 13 was Aaron Rodgers. He's the worst QBR. Yeah, Tannehill was third to last, George. Yeah, like it was pretty bad. So I don't know if I, like, do we
1: upgrade? Like, oh, here's the thing. Ryan Tannehill is in no fear of losing his job. Andy Dalton is so. Do we do we put that in mm-hmm. account? Is it Andy Dalton or is it Ryan Tannehill? Because in a weird way, I feel like Andy Dalton didn't do anything to
0: deserve to get out of a Three Stooges at the same time. That's the thing. Like Jalen Hurts did, even though he wasn't on the Three Stooges. Who was the third one last week? It was Teddy Dalton,
1: and uh, Tyrod Taylor, who also did something to get out of a Three
0: Stooges. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor actually played pretty well. I mean, he was seventh in QBR in the NFL. Um, and you know, the, here's the hard thing I have one more guy and I'll just bring it up because I told you, you, I think you know who it is. Yes, and it's for me, it's Trevor Lawrence. Um, he not only I, I wanted if last week we were trying to be fair because it's week one to not just like throw all the rookies, like okay, Trevor yeah. Lawrence and Zach Wilson, dude, right? Um, but Trevor Lawrence came out with. He's the only person that even came close to touching Aaron Rodgers' thirteen point four QBR with a fourteen point two QBR. So, uh, but but like in a weird
1: way, he at least he got the ball in the end zone three times. So that kind of like puts me like at least he got some points on the board. Like,
0: yeah, and that's the only reason I'm going to not have him as my three stooges. Um, And as you said, for me, Andy Dalton is. I, I think if Ryan Tannehill did this again next week. He might Hmm. overtake Andy Dalton, but I think what you said is the important part. Is Andy Dalton really didn't do anything to get himself out of the Three Stooges? I mean, if anything, he's it's being talked about to get benched already. So, like,
1: it's one of those it's one of those things for me. Like, I feel like with the Three Stooges, the way I'm gonna approach it, like, you got to get out of there, man. You got to show, you got to do something to not be a stooge to leave part of the Three Stooges.
0: Yeah exactly and he didn't really do that and and like it's you know or or lose your job (laughs) then you're out of the three stooges that's an easy way to get out if he loses a job next week he will not be in the three stooges so yeah do you think
1: andy dalton will listen to this and be like man i hope i lose my job i do not want to be a stooge
0: yeah i'm sure he'll do that george
1: yeah, so, so so I mean, it's confirmed, right? That's who we got right now. We got um, Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton, and Aaron Rodgers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to write those down. Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton, and Aaron Rodgers. Poor Aaron Rodgers. Honestly, I feel like we were both just putting Aaron
1: Rodgers in there just to put Aaron Rodgers in there, even though he was that bad. Don't get me wrong. Like, poor our definition of the three Stooges. He deserves to be in there. But, like,
0: it was week one.
1: He has to be in there. Yeah. Okay. You know, I totally agree with you. I
0: mean, he's gonna be out of it next week. He throws three touchdowns, it's done. He's out of it. So exactly yeah, it'll happen quick. All right. We have the three kings, George. And this one's really interesting, right? Like I'm just looking at QBR in general, okay? Because I think that's a interesting place to look at like who really had an effective game and you see like Teddy Bridgewater's first in QBR, but you can't go from three stooges to one of the kings. In one week no no not 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 on this podcast you we can't we're no, not that that's good not, that's not a lot <laughs> I'm gonna give you my three okay and I think we're gonna um, be in agreement with at least two of them right away yeah and it's for me it's really simple and it, the reason it's simple is I think these are three guys I would have put on my list if we did it last week like pretty close, um, as much as I want to put Jameis Winston on this list. Cause oh, Jameis is on my does, list. Yeah, of course he is. He, he can't be on the three stooges because he was like, it tw- can't be a three, one of the three Kings I feel like, because he was probably somewhere at like the 15 range last week. The reason I'm putting Russell Wilson, Patrick Mahomes, and Matthew Stafford is because those three guys are three guys that I would have put somewhere between one and five. Coming into the season, and they okay. all, those three had extremely, extremely big performances. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I would have a really close up to that would be a Jameis and a Kyler Murray and a couple others. But I'm going with Stafford, Wilson, and Mahomes as my list of three. All right, we're, we're in way disagreeance here. So I here's one guy we'll both put on our
1: lists: Patrick Mahomes. He's on there. So okay. so Patrick Mahomes is one of the three kings. This is not no issue here, no problem. But there's a guy, I don't know if you've heard of him, he's pretty good at football, and he's also won the uh, Super Bowl last year and still had a great game and led his team to a comeback win on the last drive, and that's Tom Brady. I-, I-, I can't. I cannot have a three king when he got PFF's highest-graded offensive player of the week, according to Pro Football Focus. The highest-graded player in all of football on the offensive side of it was Tom Brady's. So I have to have Tom Brady in.
0: That's fair. I just told you he was like third or fourth or fifth on my list, so it's not. Oh, like a, I, oh I know. I know what was the
1: problem. No, no, I know. But we're trying. We're trying to. We have to come up with three. So, and then I put no, James. I you said we're
0: in. You said we're in big disagreement. That's like the little opposite of big disagreement. I have. I, I like you the James drama, James Sammy. I said Jameis and Brady are right after my guys. So, All right, right. Well, I like the drama. Disagreement, but
1: the, the the problem is my guys are right after your guys too. So like. Uh, and then I have Jameis. He leads the NFL in touchdown passes. So, and he's a quarterback. So, I, I, those are my three. I, I'm, I'm willing. I guess I'm willing for our three kings to get rid of Jameis because of what you said. You made a great point there. That you know it's just too early to put Jameis in the three kings because of where he started the season. Kind of similar, like you can't go from a three to a three king in one week. Um, but, but I guess and we're
0: gonna put Brady on the list. It's pretty obvious. Okay, like, it's not yeah. one you can really argue with because. It's he's the defending champ. He's a seven time Super Bowl winner. <laughs> he exactly. came back and had a great performance, and he just had a big comeback win. Um, so it's like it's one of those you just literally have no, you know, it's like fine, I can drop out Stafford or Wilson. Like, yeah, yeah it's cool. okay. Now, so who, I agree, it's so, the so last guy. Uh, who was
1: next up on your list? I think it was Wilson over Murray and Stafford. Um, I mean, if my if you want to go over to my quarterback power rankings, I have one Mahomes, two Brady, three Wilson. So I would I would have to say it's Wilson. Um, the performance was perfect. I know Kyler Murray had a great performance. I know Stafford had a great performance. I think Stafford had a perfect QB rating. But he was also playing the Chicago Bears. Um, yeah, I, I would have to go for Wilson, and
0: it's close, obviously, but Wilson. Yeah, okay, then we can put him on that list because I think it's pretty clear then the rest of our list post those three. We will we'll we we'll all in agreement that's probably somewhere in the range of Jameis, uh Stafford, and uh is there anybody else? No, Jameis and, Jameis and Stafford and Murray were like the next three up. So it's a good yep. thing to keep in mind for next week because if somebody one of these top three have a bad performance and one of those three have a great performance, it, you can move up pretty quick. Now I'm just gonna Jameis we has move to be on, to on the this. list.
1: Yeah, i so I'm sorry. So I was gonna say uh sorry, you were breaking up a little bit, so I didn't know you were still talking. They're kind of lag there on the stream. I was gonna say though, real quick, we have to we have to make a promise. If Jameis throws another five touchdowns and no interceptions this week, he's guaranteed spot on the three Kings list.
0: I only if Mahomes, Brady, or Wilson don't do the same. <laughs> I, I I mean it. like if if Mahomes, Brady, and Wilson also <laughs> have perfect passer ratings, then uh, it's kind of hard to move them off. I know. So it, before it is we hard move to the Before we move off of it, because we're still going to talk about Jameis. We have a stat. Uh, before we move off, I just want to officially announce our three stooges and three kings of the week, just so it's, it's pretty straightforward. Our three stooges after week one NFL is Daniel Jones, Andy Dalton, and Aaron Rodgers. Our three kings are Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson. Boom. Boom. Now
1: that, that'd be a good village, man. I mean, it kind of feels like a uh, medieval times. You got the three Kings and the three Stooges. They're like the jokers that come in there. Like, Hey, 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 I'm Andy Dalton.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The way you just said that, I don't even, uh, we're moving on. I I don't even know where that was coming from. Our next topic was that Aaron Rodgers is a bitch, but I think we kind of got to that. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but it, le- it led to uh, our PFF. It, it was part of our Jameis conversation, too. It led us to our PFF highest graded QBs of one, which were Tom Brady. Th- this is the weirdest list, by the way. Mm-hmm. Just to throw that out there. PFF's highest rated quarterbacks: uh, Tom Brady, Jameis Winston, Jalen Hurts, Teddy Bridgewater, and Justin Herbert.
1: Hmm. Only two of those guys were on my three stooges last week, so it shows how much I know about
0: quarterbacks right now. Yeah, you really loved uh, Jalen Hurts and Teddy Bridgewater last week. I don't think
1: I don't think our hurts to suck.
0: Uh, it sucks to hurt
1: shirt are going to be really, uh, really be big solid.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I told you that was one of the craziest takes you've ever had is that Jalen Hurts is one of the worst 3 quarter I was like, do you not know there's people named rookies in the NFL and Andy Dalton's? I I don't know. I I didn't think he was going to be as good as he was this week, but I was definitely a little shocked, George, about your uh, last week's criticism of Jalen Hurts saying he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the NFL. There's a reason he took Carson Wentz's job. You know what I mean? He took my job. I, I today's today, the jokes today just 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 i don't even know i don't even know how to respond i'm gonna give you a conspiracy theory that you told me about i think on reddit or twitter which was twitter. a conspiracy yeah. theory that aaron Rodgers just came back to the packers only to ruin them what do you think I mean, if you saw his body language, he
1: looked like a complete and utter, sorry, I don't like to say this about athletes, but a bitch. He really did. Like, it's not, I mean, people who watch that game and just saw the way he was acting was, it it was kind of embarrassing. Like, he really didn't seem to give one damn about the game. And I'm sure now that everyone's been saying that about him, now he's going to have, like, a fire lit under his ass and he's going to go out on Monday Night Football and put on, like, a five-touchdown, no-interception performance. And, you know, um, really kind of shove it in everyone's face. And I totally expect that. But th- this week he looked like he really did not care. One percent, like literally
0: nothing. Yeah. He, he looked like the, the body language, the, the way he threw the ball, even, I mean like the deep balls to like literally to the saints defender, um, the way that he just, because it was, it, sometimes it's body language of Rogers, but this was more than body language, right? This was body language. And like the, play like the chucking the ball the way he did like into the middle of nowhere and not really yep. making too many accurate throws i mean that stat that you talked about earlier that if he spiked the ball every single every single snap of the game he would have had a higher qbr or higher pass rating whatever it was like mm-hmm. that's pretty insane to think because like you're literally telling me you had like you, you were more negative than not playing at all that's basically
1: what it was like, yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad, man. And I guess, fuck, if you're a Packers fan, like, I don't know if I'd be worried because I think Aaron Rodgers is so good, but you know, you've seen seasons of hell before where people just don't give a shit play bad. Um, yeah, you never know. This could down spiral really quick. I'm not ready to get there yet, but if Monday night football, he comes out and loses to Detroit, which I don't think he will, um, if he does vote, it'd be start time to start asking some real questions.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess I have two things to say here because I, I I don't actually believe the conspiracy that he's here to ruin the Packers. Obviously. Me either. <laughs> but, but I will say the man is, um, the man is really basically coming out every couple of weeks during the offseason saying it's fifty fifty retirement. How much he kind of doesn't really care that much anymore. Uh, how he you know basically like didn't even know if he wanted to play or show up this year. Right. And that a a bad loss or a couple bad losses could lead to a guy that is really just saying like, fuck it, who cares?
1: Right. And remember the commercial a few years ago before the uh, Patriots and Packers played for the first time, his first time Brady and Rogers played each other. And it's like two goats. Yes. You, you remember that? Yeah. How stupid was that commercial? Fucking calling Rogers a goat.
0: Okay, I'm not going to get into this it sounds like a LeBron Jordan type of deal today. No, but it's but, but, but it's not. Only, hold on, let me can I finish the sentence. Yeah, yeah. The, There's the, you're you're one of the you're like one of the only people that I feel like I can't have the Rogers conversation with because a lot of people do believe he's one of the goats. Like him, Payne Manning, Tom Brady, like. In football, it's a little different than the NBA. I feel like you're definitely way further on one side than most people are on this topic.
1: Well, I think because of the word goat means greatest of all time. It's not the greatest of all timers. Um, And it's like Aaron Rodgers has, you know, Tom Brady went to Tampa one for one year and has been to the Super Bowl as many times as Aaron Rodgers has been on Green Bay. So like for them to be in the same conversation is weird to me.
0: I agree with you, but you take things way too literally, George. <laughs> I know, but you can say <laughs> two all-time okay, greats are Two goats with Patrick Mahomes and, and uh, Tom Brady this year. You notice nobody took it that seriously. It's just a saying. It's just saying that these players are great. All right, well, I, I,
1: you're you're a go-to.
0: Okay. Well, see, my point exactly take things too literally. Like, nobody, it doesn't bother anyone. You know what I mean? Like, it bothers me. Like, okay. That's why I said you're a rare commodity here. It, honestly, <laughs> what's the difference? What's the difference if they, like, it's not like we have a, a Madden cover or like a commercial with Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield saying two goats. Like, that's not what it, it's Aaron Rodgers. Like, he is one of the greatest of all times. And, and uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to be one of the greatest of all time. And like, so the word "goat" is used lightly these days. Now, okay. if you're having a super serious conversation, we all know what the word "goat" means. But that's not a point of a commercial. Is to, to is to be that serious about who's the goat? What are they going to do? Enough. Hire Rogers for the commercial with Brady? Like, sorry, we can't use the word "goat." Both of you.
1: <laughs> if I was Brady, sorry, I put, I put I put my foot on the ground and tell them, no, I'm Tom Brady. I'm goat.
0: You know. Okay. Yeah. Just for some reason, uh, Tom Brady now can't speak English, but he has an accent. Well, he's no, he's a goat. The goats don't
1: speak good English. That was kind of, a... I got,
0: I know nobody <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. That makes sense. It sometimes does. George, sometimes to me. I don't know. Let's get on to uh, a quick, interesting story because honestly, I don't think the story is that interesting. I think the statistic behind the money behind this is interesting, which is Jeff Bezos and, uh, they're saying that he is potentially trying to buy the Denver ghost.
1: Yeah. Kind of interesting.
0: That that is correct. And um, I'm okay.
1: Here's the thing. That's pretty cool. Right. I mean, Jeff Bezos getting into the, uh, into the sports game, um, I'm sure. Then you know, the, the Amazon Field at some point or whatever, instead of at Mile High. But my thing is with that. I was as soon as I saw that story, I all I thought of was, could Jeff Bezos just save his money and just wait for the Sonics to become available and become the owner of his Seattle
0: Supersonics? Yeah, I mean, he could probably I mean, do both, right? Yeah. Uh, well, which we'll get to in a second. The money is insane. Mm-hmm. And if I was him, I would. I mean, like Amazon's in Seattle. Um, he has the naming rights already to the, the former key arena. It's now uh, Climate Pledge Arena, which is by Amazon, I think, right? It yeah. is by Amazon. And uh, man, imagine being that rich where you, have, you spend millions to be the name of a stadium. You don't even put the company's name on the stadium. That's how much <laughs> it doesn't matter, right? Like you think I to just throw on something, a- Climate Pledge, whatever. Yeah, that's a great point, actually. Yeah, spending millions to not even put your company name. Like I just have no, to think, is it even Amazon? Um, he should wait for the Sonics to come back. I think that would be kind of cool. Like, why would Jeff Bezos buy a team in Denver? Obviously, because it's cool to own a football team. I know, but of course. how much cooler would it be if the former king of Star, the former king of Seattle, who was Howard Schultz, Starbucks, was a douche and sold the team, and nobody likes him anymore? But then the new king of Seattle, Jeff Bezos. Buys buys the Sonics and brings them back would be kind of cool. Yeah. Meanwhile,
1: Bill Gates is sitting there like, "Aren't I one of the kings of Seattle?" Well, you could be if you would do something with your money and fucking buy a team. But buy a team, have fun, like like
0: Paul Allen and Steve Ballmer, like they at least enjoy. (laughs) Yeah, at least probably just doesn't like sports. He probably doesn't like sports. Whatever. Um. Now he's interested in buying the Denver Broncos, who are currently valued, George, at four billion dollars which is only 2% of his net worth or equal to the median American family spending less than $2,500. Wow. But you're telling me, so if it's 2% of
1: his net worth, if Jeff Bezos was to buy every NFL team and NBA team, he'd lose all, spend all his money.
0: 2% times
1: 30. 60. He can't afford to buy them all. He can't buy all no. the NBA and NFL teams. He could buy all of one league though. He so. could, but he couldn't buy all the two leagues. And if you really want to be fucking rich, you got to buy both both leagues, man.
0: Or like, <laughs> Your or, comments or, are just dumb. Or, the or, today. or, or, or buy, buy the I Western Conference. Like, okay. One of the one of I, the most the, useless comments of all time. If you want to be the king, you have to buy both leagues. You want to be rich, <laughs> really? If you want to be rich, the richest man in the world. If he, the richest man in the world wants to be rich, George, he has to buy all leagues. But you know, if, actually,
1: if you think about it, I mean, think about how much money is in sports that like the richest man in the world can't afford to buy all the teams.
0: That's pretty crazy. I mean, that makes sense, George. What do you think? Like, like, okay, you, there's no human that should be rich enough that can basically buy everything in the world. <laughs> God, <laughs> like that's crazy. The richest man in the world can't buy the world. Again, things are expensive. Well, I mean,
1: isn't it? it, Remember the pinky in the brain? Like, we're we're looking for world domination. Like, Jeff Bezos has so much money. He's the richest man in the world, but he still can't even do sports domination to even dominate the whole entire world.
0: What do you mean he can't do sports? Your comments are driving me nuts today, George. You're telling me, I just told you the guy can afford to buy every single NFL team in the Mm -hmm. history of the NFL. And you're saying he can't have sports domination. With the money he can only, do- only he can only dominate one he sport. He could buy the no. He could buy five to ten teams of every sport, that would be the literal domination of the world. He could buy an international soccer team. He could buy an American soccer team, a baseball team, a football team, a basketball team, a hockey team, and maybe seven others of other sports like the Cowboys, the Knicks, the every big franchise, and still have money left over. And you're telling me it's that <laughs> that he that that wouldn't be sports domination. You don't think if you bought the Dallas Cowboys, New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, New York Knicks, uh Manchester United and uh I don't even know throw some that you wouldn't consider that world domination. He could still win zero
1: championships that same season. I'm just messing around. I know. Move on. I'm just. Messing I know, around. but you're
0: messing around. Just like there's 17 comments that just made no sense. That I just can't. I can't. Like I, sometimes I was like, I'm waiting for a normal comment, and then it's like, Jeff Bezos can't dominate the sports world. Like, what do you mean you can't? I just told you it's two percent of his net worth to buy a football team. I know. You just can't buy all the. You can't buy all the teams. Congratulations to him that he can't buy all the teams, but he can buy the Denver Broncos with what would be like $10 to me. Pretty rich. Yep. Pretty rich. He's rich. Uh, this was a weird topic that you sent me, but I think it's kind of cool. Not kind of cool. It's kind of corny, but it's kind of okay. interesting, which was the NFL bans athletes from and football teams from advertising cryptos and NFTs. Yep. Which is like kind of weird because like I didn't even know you can ban that.
1: No, and I actually think it's bullshit. Because did you? If you read more into the article, the reason the NFL is banning them from NFTs is that NFL wants to launch their own NFT, so they don't want them to be like promoting other NFTs. Which, which is like, okay, I could see that with the NFT thing if the NFL had their own NFT, blah blah blah. But cryptos, the NFL doesn't have their own crypto, so like if if Tom Brady wants to be sponsored by a crypto or. Paying Manning, or he's not in the NFL anymore, but you know what I mean. Patrick Mahomes wants to sponsor a crypto, he should be able to do whatever the hell he wants if they pay enough, right?
0: That's how I see it. I mean, at the end of the day, like, uh, you have beer companies that sponsor with the NFL, and players can still go drink other beers. The NFL is sponsored by Nike, Tom Brady's sponsored by Under Armour, like, it's still he can still be sponsored by certain things that he wants to be sponsored by. I don't really necessarily see how you can also stop them for saying like like i don't know especially like a crypto for example it's like investments it's stocks basically like why would a player not be allowed to go advertise for something like that like that should be that that really should be like a personal choice of like i want to advertise for that and i could understand maybe you can't or like We're going to require, you guys have to also advertise our crypto NFT. So make sure that's in your deal. Okay, maybe that that would make sense, right? Like, you have to advertise ours as well. Okay, but I mean, like, I don't know. Like, if there's a really fucking cool NFT company, shouldn't Tom Brady be able to be like, hey, I would love to do an advertisement for that?
1: Yeah, if he wants to, he should be totally able to. That's what that's where my problem is with this. So, I don't know. I didn't know the NFL is even allowed to do something like this, which kind of turns me off in a weird way. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, it's very odd. Uh, although, like, because, so I'm like reading through it, right? Like this article, and it's. uh it says, according to the reports, NFL allowed teams to discuss dormant deals only with investment advertisers or fund management services. American Football League has ruled out the creation or sale of NFT collections of its teams, at least for now. It was a really popular trend. Uh, like NBA has NBA Top Shot, and teams like Manchester mm-hmm. City and Arsenal have their own NFTs. But the NFL is banning teams from even creating their own or the league creating something like a top shot which is very odd like what What? like and this is remember the league there are players like uh saquon barkley like has the like, hashtag bitcoin in his bio there's a player mm-hmm. for the chiefs that was the first athlete to convert his entire salary to crypto like some of these athletes really care about this stuff and not only are they not letting the teams even like create their own nfts and cryptos and different things like they're not doing it themselves so they're just asking them to not get involved at all yeah, they probably have something up
1: their sleeves down the line, but like, I just don't understand that. So, like, okay, Saquon Barkley is he now not allowed to put hashtag Bitcoin in his Twitter profile, or is he allowed to?
0: I think he can because that's not an advertisement, that's just his, that's just, it's not, and he's not getting paid for it, it's not an ad, it's just okay right like he's not getting paid for it so
1: true no no i don't think he's getting there's no like guy like you know there's no bitcoin company that pays people to say it so i guess if this is like sponsored by coinbase that'd be different
0: yeah he, he still has it in his profile so i think yeah i think that's what thing he can't he can't go sign with coinbase or whatever it is which is very interesting because i know like isn't like uh kevin durant a big investor in coinbase
1: Yes, but he's also yeah. not in the NFL, so I think he's okay. I know, right? but but, like, but is Coinbase considered a crypto? Is but crypto Coinbase is not considered company. a crypto? It's a crypto selling company. They don't, act, they're not actually a crypto. So I think it's more for like. So Tom Brady was involved with Ethereum Max this year, which you know uh, I, I didn't do too well on, but um, he. flopped but he was involved with that and he put out tweets about it and stuff so they probably paid him to do that so maybe that's where it is like he's not allowed. people are not allowed to do that anymore
0: well i'm not sure because i know that also uh tom brady and steph curry just signed last week with ftx cryptocurrency firm, like advertising deals do you remember that yes i do so So i don't know is that is that okay now like no more future deals that's what I'm not understanding. And I think it's kind of BS at the end of the day, whatever it is, because we obviously don't have the information, me and you, whatever it is, it just seems like BS. Cause like Tom Brady, obviously was like into it and just did a commercial and just did like stuff with Steph Curry. And it's like, if these players have a passion for that. It's not like, I don't understand why, especially if you don't have anything yet. NFL, why not just let them advertise and like sign
1: the NFL as the old joke goes. It's the
0: no fun leak. I love that. I love that. It just kind of works perfect. It's no fun league, it's fun, no fun for them, but it's fun for everybody else to watch. That's yeah, everyone else involved has fun except the people in the NFL. Yeah, except for the rules they put on for like players and teams and shit. But you know what, Goodell, as much as he gets hate, we talk about this all the time. He knows what he's doing. He knows exactly what he's doing. So we'll see what happens with that. All right, George, to wrap up today's podcast, on our so I'll say this. We have multiple segments now for you guys every week on Football Weeks, which is Three studios and Three Kings. And at the end, two things for week two. And it'll be two for week three. Whatever I have two things that I'm looking forward to the most or like my most interesting storylines or whatever it may be. And George has his as well. So, George, lead us off with one of yours. All right. So, just to clarify here with our uh,
1: things, like I see Sam as he sees my list. We try not to make the same list. So, I might be more excited for what things – actually. I might be more excited for some of the things on Sammy's list than my list, but that's okay. So my first one is the Bills and Dolphins. So it's pretty interesting. Both teams are 1-0. Uh, and Well, no, I'm sorry. The Bills are 0-1 and the, um, and the Dolphins are 1-0. and It's like a must-win Big game deal. for the Bills. Yeah, it's a huge, huge yeah. deal for the Bills. And it shows, like, if the Dolphins win this game – they're the class of the afc east for now at least through two weeks of the season and the bill's super bowl hype train is going to be in a screeching you know in that noise like halt it's going to go to a big halt could have just said a screeching halt I was trying to make a sound of a screech. Um, so like it could like literally go downhill that quick for the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl hype. I mean, you're down if you're zero and two, dolphins are two and oh, and they have a tiebreaker over
0: you. That's that's bad. How big can the halt come, George?
1: I mean, it's a it's a nice how halt. Quickly? Like it's a, how quickly, like like
0: oh. that quick.
1: Oh, that was good. There
0: it is. Uh well, they beat the Patriots, the Dolphins did. So they're, you can already say we know they're better than the Jets. They beat the Patriots, and then you beat the Buffalo Bills, man. You're two games ahead of them. You put yourself yep. in a great situation, which I would kind of like so everyone can shut the fuck up about Tua. Like, he's okay. It's the second year. Like, why is everyone trying to, like, throw him in the dumpster already? Like, you notice that? He's like, not great. I
1: don't,
0: I don't think he's, he's great, funny. but I don't
1: think he's – yeah, that's how I feel about him too. He's fine. He's a fine quarterback.
0: He's fine and it's he's in his second year. <laughs> yeah, it's like, true. And not, and not everyone, even like
1: he started like halfway through the season last year.
0: Yeah, like I'm not really understanding like the I don't know, everybody just like wants him to be bad. Like what, what yeah. cuz he's the Alabama it quarterback. Kind of feels like that. Yeah, I guess I just thought. Did I lose you for a second? Yeah, yeah. That you that kind the of like,
1: the, that was a whole statement, but I you kind of froze on my screen, so I thought you. I wasn't sure if you are gonna say something or not because you were frozen, and I so I just kind of waited.
0: <laughs> well, I do love this storyline because it is going to either like really slow down, like you said, put to a halt the the Bills Super Bowl campaign, or. They're just going to get right back on track, but it's going to be really interesting to see. And it's uh, this is why football's so interesting. I mean, the Dolphins are very close to losing to the Patriots. They were very close to starting off 0 and 1, and now they can also be really close to starting off 2 and 0 and having a two-game lead on the Buffalo Bills, which would yeah. be a enormous enormous deal. And I'm excited to see what happens. Yeah,
1: or or they or Buffalo goes in there, they look like they did last year, and they just boat race out of the building. So that could also happen. Just to be, just to clarify.
0: True, um, but you never know. So we'll see. And, right, what's uh, one of yours? Mine is. Let's see which one I'll start with. Lamar Jackson. Um, Action Jackson. He's going to. I think he's going to go off against the Chiefs. Um, he seems to bounce back a lot against really good or after like tough loss or tough performance. He didn't have a bad performance against the Raiders, but I wouldn't say it was his typical, like mesmerizing performance. Um, Agreed. And he, the, like, I think he's going to go off, but it's also a really, really hard game to win. <laughs> and I agree. I, the Ravens, in my opinion, they're going to start off open, too. I I think it's a little shocking to see. Like I I think he's going to play well, but I just don't think they're going to win. They have too many injuries. Their team's not fully there, and the Chiefs still look like, I mean, God the, damn it, the Browns might have the best roster in the NFL, and the Browns had a huge lead on them, and the Chiefs still found a way to come back and win. I think they have a very good that's chance of beating Lamar you. Jackson.
1: Yeah, that's what I was going to ask you. Like at what point of a lead do you say, oh, okay, the Ravens won this game? They say the Ravens are up twenty-eight to ten. Are you comfortable with them winning the game?
0: Well, I think I told you this stat. This is the first—that was the first time since two thousand and four. Yes, you heard that correctly. So seventeen years that the Ravens had a fourteen-point lead and didn't win the football game. Wow. So I. Like, unless that streak is just like really broken now, would I be comfortable twenty eight to ten? Yes, because I think Lamar Jackson almost has some of that same special touch that Patrick Mahomes does. But at the same time, no, because fucking Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs find a way. I was certain the Browns won that game, but then I remembered, like, hey, they're playing the Chiefs. There is no such thing as being That's certain. Sure and it's yeah, yeah. It's, the Browns last week. If it was any other team in the NFL, and that includes the Tampa Bay Bucks with Tom Brady or whoever it is, I think they would have won that game, any other team in the NFL. But there's something about the specific. I don't know if it's just Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if it's Mahomes and uh, Kelsey thing. I don't know if it's Andy Reid thing. But there's something about the way they can come back, but not only the way but in the speed in which they can come back that's just really unique. No, I, to- I totally,
1: totally agree, and I'm excited for that game too. And I, uh, I think it's a must, must win for the Ravens. You do not want to go 0 2. And um, yeah, I guess we'll see. I mean, this 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 is like the fourth time they played the Chiefs, I think, or third time since Jackson's been in the league, and
0: he's 0 2 against Mahomes. So I think it's time if you you got win one. And you got to consider uh, this Browns team is not going li- to Browns are fucking good. Not going to lose to the Texans. I'll tell you that much
1: no they wouldn't the be one and one if they do then there's a big disaster coming in Cleveland
0: yeah because there's just no i mean they almost beat the Chiefs the, once again any other team in the NFL they would end up winning week one the way they True. were playing it's just happened to be against the Chiefs uh the I, i'm assuming they're gonna uh they're gonna win they're gonna be one and one you have the Steelers or you know they have a tough game but they're they could go up two, two and 0 oh. And if the Chiefs beat you, they're 2-0. All of a sudden, you're our, like, you know, like, you have the Raiders could beat the, uh, like, I don't, like, I'm oh, sorry. My point is, you have, like, the Browns, the Steelers, and the Chiefs, and all these teams in the AFC that, like, are going to be hard to catch up with if you start losing games like 0-2. There's a lot of good teams. No, totally There's agree. a lot of good teams that are going to win games, especially in their division with the Steelers and the Browns. And Cincinnati's 1-0, aren't they? Cincinnati is one I know, and they, I
1: think they have a, actually a pretty decently easy game coming in week two. I'm trying to open up their actual week two game, just since we're going to be mentioning
0: mentioning them. Um, okay, can I can we do something as you bring that up? My yeah. second thing to look forward to is the raiders Steelers game, and I'm just going to okay. say it now because it's kind of the same. You know, they play the Bears. Same reasons here. Okay, so I think Cincinnati is going to win that game, and. And the reason I have Raiders Steelers is because I didn't expect either one of them to go two and O to start this year, and they're they're playing each other, and one of them is going to go two and O, and it yeah. correlates to the Chiefs and the Ravens. It's kind of funny, right? Like it's it, they correlate. Like if the Chiefs lose to the Ravens and the Raiders win, like all of a sudden you have like the Raiders ahead of the Chiefs already. If you have the Steelers mm-hmm. win and uh, and uh, and you have the Chiefs beat the Ravens. Now the Ravens are really behind in their division. Like, there's a couple games in the AFC that can really make a huge difference. With teams either being 0 and 2 or 2 and 0, you a two and a two game gap only two weeks into a season is actually a big deal.
1: No, no, totally. I couldn't agree more, and I'm excited for that game too. Two teams I did not expect to go 2 and 0. With one and 0, so one of those teams is going to be 2 and 0, and you're in a driver's seat at 2 and 0, no matter what, unless you tie, then you're one yeah. and but I don't, I mean, ties rarely occur in a national football league. Yeah, it's rare. It's rare.
0: Uh, And your Uh, last one, George? I'm looking
1: forward to see the Eagles and 49ers game. I want to know if the Eagles are for real. Um, The 49ers we know are for real. We saw Jimmy Garoppolo slinging the ball. We saw Trey Lance coming in in interesting packages. Uh, We saw the 49ers look like the 49ers from two years ago. And then we saw Jalen Hurts surprise the shit out of me. And they look really damn good. So I want to find. I'm going to find out tomorrow or on Sunday, 49ers versus Eagles. Are are, are the
0: Eagles for real? I want to start with the 49ers for one second, um, because the 49ers were a couple minutes away from not being the 49ers a couple years ago and not looking legit. Um, they almost True. blew an absolutely awful. Awful would have been one of the worst losses probably in their franchises like history, like in the sense of mm-hmm. like one of the worst uh, blown leads to the Detroit Lions. And Jared Goff, you go look at QBR. He was in the bottom five this week as well. Uh, the 49ers looked great in some spots, George, but they also looked like crap in the fourth quarter. And unfortunately for them, they have about 75,000 injuries. So uh, I don't know. That, that That's just uh, approximate, right? Yeah, like they might, they basically have to like change up their entire team here and there. So I don't know how legit the 49ers are in the sense of like health wise and the situation at quarterback if it's going to get confusing. Now, if they're, when they're healthy and they're on point, yes, I, they have one of the best coaches in the league. Jimmy Garoppolo is great. I'm not saying it in the sense of trying to say the 49ers like didn't have it. But the injuries have been catching up to them, which sucks. And they almost blew that lead. And on the other end, for the Eagles, man. I don't know. <laughs> like Jalen uh, Hurts is not the worst quarterback in the NFL, but they also played the Falcons and I yeah, feel like I'm on year worst. like I am I'm on year like 5 of like oh maybe the I think the Falcons will finally be good again this year. I'm on like year 5 in a row of that. They're not. And maybe they're just I, not. I'm gonna give up on it.
1: I think I'm just gonna <laughs> give up on it at the point. Like I, I've been on in year five, but like one weekend, I like that performance was absolute shit. Um and they have so many weapons. And Matt Ryan maybe Matt Ryan's just
0: getting gold, but before our eyes, and we're not really realizing it. Yeah, it's weird because what 2016 he won the MVP the year they lost in the Super Bowl. And he was good for a couple years after it as it has been a steady decline, I feel like. And the hard thing in the NFL right now that you just mentioned that it's kind of interesting is the numbers can be deceiving, right? Because a guy like Matt Ryan, even if he's not great anymore, he still can put up 4,000 yards in the NFL. That's what you do right now. Like, you just do that. But it yeah, doesn't always like, equate to the just fact that – pencil it in. Yeah, but that doesn't always equate to the fact that you're actually that good. Very so, true. So, I don't know. I I think you've been on that train with me, though, haven't you? Like – uh Oh, yeah, the Falcons will be good again this year,
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, last year what they they were good last year, except they like would blow games in the fourth quarter. They were good for three and a half quarters the like, whole entire season, and then they' would just like literally blow leads and I was like, oh, they bring a new coach and now he'll they'll be good. and then like they came out a guy who really like uh an Arthur Smith who turned Ryan Tannehill into an elite quarterback. I was like, all right, if Matt Ryan and Kyle Pitts and calvin Ridley all right we're we're about to see something here when they put up
0: six points, yeah. Against the Eagles. I don't know. But by by the way. Maybe the Eagles are for real, though. Yeah, I'm going to take them to beat the 49ers, by the way.
1: Okay, uh, I I can't argue with you there. I mean, it's a very likelihood like I don't know what the spread is on that game, but that's like one of those games where I'm kind of 50-50 both ways because if the Eagles if the Eagles come out and play as hard as they did and look as swag as they did, they they look like they liked playing football with each other. So like if that's the case, then yeah, they could win that game.
0: Maybe this guy was a good coach, whatever Santorini, Santarini what was his name?
1: Yeah, uh Cinder, I can't. Seriani, Sir- Seriani. Yeah. Nick He's very, uh, very, I mean, very, very proficient rock paper scissors player. Yeah, I heard that story.
0: Plus three and a half. I'm betting it right now,
1: as we speak, live on the podcast. Sammy, that's ding, 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 the. Uh, and you know where um, I'm
0: betting it, George. I'm betting it on bet us, bet us. Okay, let me just. I was. Just, I, was I was going I'm sorry. for it. Me, well, you asked me. Well, you asked me where, so I was answering hypothetical question. <laughs> I'm betting it at betus.com. Uh, and you can use the promo code the sports on tap uh, and you'd get a hundred percent bonus, right? 100 percent bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if mm-hmm. you put in like a hundred. 125% bonus. 125%. I apologize. You put in a hundred bucks, you'll get $125 in free play money. So go to betus.com and the promo code is the sports on tap. And uh, you can join me on betting the Eagles plus three and a half. I'm putting 20 bucks on it. To win eighteen, and I just press confirm, George. So live bet now, now. Give me the Vegas. Give me the Vegas noise. I just hit it. Ding ding ding
1: ding 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 ding. ding. No, I'm
0: <laughs> this is slot machine. Boom. Boom.
1: Speaking that of bet us, Sammy, I've been betting some soccer all afternoon. Uh, I, I I got Vipsec plus plus nine hundred against. Who, BHS who said anybody six.
0: wants to hear your soccer
1: bets, George? Well, I'm gonna say something. I bet them they're plus nine hundred. And they're down three to one at halftime. So that was not the right bet.
0: God damn it. And this is why I don't 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 bet random soccer games.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, it's Champions League, It's not too random. But I do have AC Milan to beat Liverpool and they're plus they're plus five seventy five and they are up two one at halftime. So might win that one.
0: You don't know how much I care about that game.
1: You should care, but you don't. You should, but you know what you should care? About my money. You want me to win.
0: I I don't know what bets you're making out here. You're not consulting me on your bets. (laughs) I'm not even consulting myself. Go bet games, guys. Join us. And uh, you know what? This is a good one. We'll be back maybe on Friday. Me and George are discussing on Friday, potentially coming out with just a betting podcast. Let let you know all our bets for the week. So stay tuned for that. might be a quick, short one, a fun one to listen to. And uh, George, I think that's all we got. NFL, Perfect. baby. Love it. Well, thanks for listening. Uh, you can find us everywhere at the Sports on Tap um, and everywhere at Pod That. And uh, this is brought to you by the Sports on Tap.com and the Sports on Tap podcast network. And you know what they say, George.
1: Cheers to sports.
0: And today, I'm going to say cheers to football, baby. This is the Sports On Tap. Cheers to sports.